before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Hey, sisters. Okay, really quick before we jump into this episode, I have two very important things to share. The first one is we are doing a quick survey for the show and for our listeners so that we can learn about what you love about the podcast and how we can continue to bring the content that you love more often. So in the show notes below, we have a link that is going to direct you to a survey. Once you fill it out and hit submit, you are good to go. And thank you in advance for sharing your opinions. Now, number two, the doors to the 2023 Short-Term Rental Virtual Summit for Women are now open. If you don't have your ticket yet, I promise you, you want to go and grab it right away. This exciting event is happening January 24th through the 26th. And friends, whether you're just starting out in short-term rentals, whether you have a booming business that's operating like a well-oiled machine, or whether you're somewhere in between, the Short-Term Rental Virtual Summit for Women is going to help you take your business to the next level and rock it out in 2023. So head over to strvirtualsummit.com and grab your ticket now. All right, friends, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. This is Stacey St. John, and I just want to say thank you for welcoming me into your day today. Now, I have to tell you, I am so excited for you to meet today's guest. Helen Christopher is a self-admitted dreamer. But friends, let me tell you, she's not only a dreamer, she is a doer. She is making her dreams come true, and I cannot wait for you to hear her story. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right, so we are here with Helen Christopher. And Helen, before we dive into our conversation, I just want to say thank you for joining us today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited and I've loved everything so far. I love the last episodes that you had. It's been really great to hear the stories of other women doing something similar. Absolutely. So let's get started and have you just walk us through a little bit about who you are and where you're located. Yeah. So like you said, my name's Helen and I'm located in upstate New York, just outside of Saratoga Springs. A lot of people know this area because of the racetrack. So we're about 15 minutes from there. And yeah, we live in a rural setting. It was a former girl summer camp and it's been, it's been quite the journey. All right. So 
that that just opened up Pandora's box here. I want to talk to you about that journey because you left your career as a teacher and bought a former summer girls camp. I just want to understand about how this all came to fruition. Well, this wasn't the original plan. If you had asked me five years ago, if I would leave my teaching career of 17 years and go live in a nurse's office with my family and start a short-term rental business and event venue, I would have left. But that's exactly what happened. About seven years ago, we attended a wedding here. It was no longer a summer camp and it was owned by two women and they had a wedding. Our friend Raymond Demers and his wife Jenny got married here and we had attended the wedding and we just loved the space. We loved the pond, the pavilion, there's 60 acres. We loved the trees, the trails. There was just something so peaceful about it. Yeah, it was only 15 minutes from downtown Saratoga, which is a much busier place. And my husband and I jokingly said, wouldn't it be great to live here? And so then fast forward, I'm teaching, uh, so seven years later, and I see the property on the market. And I was like, oh my gosh, Brookledge is for sale. And at that time it was called Camp Brookledge. And my husband's like, no way. So we look at it and we call right away and it's under contract with a company in New Jersey that's turning it into an RV park. So we're like, okay, we missed our chance. It wasn't meant to be. And my husband, for whatever reasons, like, nope, we, this, this place is for us. It, it's meant to be. So he kept calling and calling. And after a year, for whatever reason, the deal fell through and the company in New Jersey didn't buy it. So the ladies, the owners called us and said, it's yours. If you want it, they're probably just tired of us calling them all the time. And they're like, it's yours if you want it. And sure enough, within two weeks, we didn't tell anybody. We put our house on the market. We moved into the nurse's office and my son had to start a new school. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like there's so much to unpack there. So first, I just want to make sure I understand. So this is a 60 acre property that was a former summer girls camp that you actually today live on site, but you also operate a short-term rental business and an event venue on the same property. Yes. So we live in the nurse's office, which when we, when we first moved in was a whopping 400 square feet. And we quickly realized we needed to make some additions to the nurse's office to make it more family friendly. While we did that, we were renovating the property itself. There were a lot of trees that needed to be taken care of. The buildings had been empty for, at that point, 11 years. So it needed a lot of work as far as structural, like the roof foundation. And a lot of the buildings were designed for summer use. So we had to work on insulating everything, putting in proper windows. And one of the buildings, they were kind of small. It was originally the girls' dressing room. And for whatever reason, I looked at this building and I just loved it, but it wasn't in the right spot. So we put it on a trailer and we moved it to the back of the property. And now it sits on some boulders. And then we brought in, I always envisioned, do you know the Lincoln log kits when we were kids? The, and you would hogs with the green roof. 
So I designed a log cabin to look just like what we would do as children. And that was the first rental we had on the property. And we called it Crookbrook Cabin, which is named after the stream that runs through the property. So Crookbrook Cabin and the little cottage we moved are the first two rentals that we started. And they opened beginning of August and they have been filled ever since. So we haven't had a weekend where there weren't guests and they're loving it, but we're still renovating. So we let the guests know ahead of time, you may see somebody with a hammer working on a building or you might see us painting something because we still have another building we're fixing called the Treehouse Lodge and the pavilion space is getting an update and the glamping site area is getting improved as well. Wow, that is amazing. So you moved in here, you very quickly had a vision for what you wanted. You know, when you first purchased this property, were you still working as a teacher at that time? I was, yes. So we we bought the property August 18th of 2021. I had to go back teaching the week after. So I went back to work and so we would work nights and weekends and the teachers I were I was working with, Stephanie and Aaron, they were my teammates and they would laugh. They were like, you need a YouTube channel because every night we were going home and we'd find an issue that we would have to tackle and it was exhausting, I'll be honest. It was really hard to make sure that I was doing service to my students and also doing a good job here at Brookledge. But we didn't have any guests yet. So it was truly just us renovating. And then this past June was my last you know, year teaching. So it was kind of a jump to be able to do Brookledge on its own that now this is my job. It was always like, I'm a teacher and I own Brookledge. Well, now it's just, I own Brookledge and this is what, what I do. So it was a little bit of adjustment, but it's, it's going well. I'm loving it. I love that every day is different. I love the guests. I didn't realize how much the guests would, I mean, their stories and they come here and they're so excited to see what we're doing and they're, they're planning on coming back every year to see, you know, as things progress and they're like part of the journey. So that I wasn't expecting because you hear of, you know, these negative stories of guests, but they've been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I think so many people think about getting into short-term rentals and refrain from jumping in because they have heard the horror stories. And let's face it, there are situations that, you know, we wish didn't happen or we wish we hadn't approved that booking because we have a problem guest. But really at the end of the day, 99.9% of the time, it is absolutely amazing to have the opportunity to host people, to welcome them into your property and to be a, a small slice of their memories. I think that is so rewarding. It's been awesome. And a lot of them have kept in contact with me and are following me on, on our social media page with the journey we're doing and they're cheering us on. And so that's been amazing. I wasn't expecting that part at all. That is fantastic. So I do have a question too. Obviously you were a teacher and you now have the 60 acre property that you're beginning renovations on. Where was it in your thought process that, hey, I've got the vision for this? Or did you have any experience with anything like this in your background or your family to draw on? No. <laughs> no, but I do have to say I'm a big dreamer. I'm a dreamer. And my husband kind of brings me back to reality. And then 
he will kind of help me make the dreams happen. And I have an amazing team, but no, you kind of, as you're doing things, things kind of pop up. I mean, where the cottage is now, the big boulders were there and it was just my friend and I, Rebecca, we were walking through the trails and she found them and I was, and I looked at them like, oh my gosh, they look like, they look to me like the stairs that Paul Bunyan used. Like they're just these big stacked stones. And I said, wouldn't it be cool if there was a building on top of there? Now she looked at me and she said, you're crazy. Like what building you're going to put up there? And then one day we were going to get rid of the cabin, the little cottage. And I said, this, this is the one that needs to be saved. It needs to go on top of the boulders. And it's quickly become a favorite of mine. So I just want to pause right there and say that what you are describing is the power of mindset because you are a visionary and your husband, as you described him, is the integrator in the world of, you know, EOS and, you know, I won't bore you with, with that, but I think that Number one, I think it's so important to just call out for anybody listening. Helen had a vision. She didn't know how she was going to do it. She didn't have any background or experience and she made it happen. So if she can do it, you can do it. But Helen, I'm curious from your perspective, how did mindset play into all of this as you were going through this process? Did you doubt yourself? Did you have second thoughts? And how did you navigate that? Yes, I definitely had doubt. This is completely out of my wheelhouse. I've never had a short-term rental. I've never had an, a venue place that people would want to come and celebrate like their special you know, time with their families. I've never done any of those. I've worked in a restaurant, but it's a totally different field. And every time I doubted myself, I have to say, I have an amazing group of, of people around me, my friends and my parents, they are my biggest cheerleaders. So when I call them and a lot of times I'll call my dad and I'll be telling him, I'm like, I have to figure out how to use this tractor. It's just me today. Nobody's here. How do I operate these forklifts? And he's like, you got this hop on YouTube, FaceTime me. So having people that cheer you on, it's impossible to do something like this without people in your life that are going to support and cheer you. There's just no way I'm getting teary eyed thinking about, you know, the people in my life, because there's going to be times when you're, you're saying to yourself, I can't do this. What I'm thinking, my mind isn't happening. The building that I'm trying to fix, the lumber has skyrocketed and now I can't buy the lumber. You know, things like that, things happen and they happen every single day, every single week. And having someone say, you've got this, look at how far you've come already. You moved a building and put it on a boulder. I mean, so they remind me having that support is crucial. It's crucial. I don't know if we've gotten as far as we have without those people cheering us on. Amazing. I love that you have called out the fact that you have supportive people around you. If I could give one piece of advice to anyone listening, if you have naysayers around you, don't spend time with them. If you have people around you who are telling you, that you can't do something or that you're crazy for doing something, you're never going to be successful. I can tell you with 
full 100% confidence that they are not serving you and it's not serving you to spend time with them. So Helen, I love the fact that you have a group of people around you who are lifting you up and providing that shoulder to lean on in times of frustration, because guess what? There are always going to be hard times no matter what we do. And that's when it's so incredibly important to have people around you who support you. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Do you agree? I agree 100%. The problem is that I've hit the jackpot with parents. My parents are unbelievable. They are here when I'm in a jam, the best. My girlfriends, my girlfriends and my guy friends. When I am in a jam or I just need to vent, it's great to have them. And they're like, nope, you got this, keep going. And also I have to say, even if you don't have a close group personally like in your day life, find them online. I mean, I found you through, you know, through Facebook and social media. And I think it's important to find those like-minded people. There are people out there that will that have a wealth of information. And there are so many things that I didn't know. And it's like, you don't know what you don't know. I was there. And having a group where you can go and ask a question or even read the posts or listening to podcasts, it's so helpful. And to hear them like, nope, you've got this, you know, you keep going. It, it's, it's great. And you can have it in so many different avenues. And I think having the close people in your life and also people who've been there, my family and my friends, they've never done this profession. So they're great at cheering me on, but I also need to have the wisdom of people who've been down this road. I love that. I love that. I could literally have a whole eight hour conversation about that very point, but I'm going to be a good steward of your time and I'm going to keep asking other questions. I know that you found this property by attending a wedding and us. <laughs> no, and you currently are hosting weddings yourself. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about how you broke into that wedding market or was it already established so you you may not have had as much upfront legwork, but talk to us about what you have found to be successful in you know, getting those wedding clients or guests. It's funny, the property kind of is set up for that. It has this beautiful pavilion with a fireplace. Right next to the pavilion is what they call, the girls called the ice bucket. It's a pond that's freezing, hence the name. We put a big fountain there. There are gorgeous stone steps that actually my friend Raymond had built for his bride to walk down to the pond. There's just something about the property that when people come to it, and it's still in renovation, they come to it and they, they love it. They love the fact that it's only 15 minutes from a kind of a city and they love that you're surrounded in trees. You feel like you've gone an hour away and you're in the heart of the Adirondacks. That's a popular place around us here. And there's just something about the place. And I think maybe that's why I fell in love with it, that it feels fun. It feels laid back and it's beautiful at the same time. And that's what the, the couples that have booked with us have said. And there's also this fireplace. It's funny. We didn't know it existed when we bought the property. It's farther in the woods and it's a fireplace that's made out of stone from the 1800s because before it was a summer camp, German families from New York City owned it. And 
we don't know what the purpose of this fireplace was. We believe it was in a house, but we had a bride look and said, I want to get married in front of this fireplace. And so now we've been constructing a wooden path so that the bride can walk into the middle of the woods without getting her dress dirty. And it's great because their visions are helping me and it's making it easy because then they're talking to their friends and reaching out to me and saying, I want to see this fireplace they're talking about, or I heard about the pond or the nature trails. And so it's, it's happened really organically and I've had to learn really quickly some things, but I'm getting there. <laughs> you have taken getting feedback from guests to a whole new level by building things custom for your potential brides. I love that. So when it comes to hosting weddings and hosting brides and their families, can you talk to me a little bit about what you are personally having to do and what you outsource to other people? What does that look like? It really depends on the couple. So we can help them with as much or as little as they'd like. The thing that the couples are loving is that we have lodging right here on the site. So having that short-term rental component has been a huge motivator because they aren't booking for a day, they're staying for a whole weekend. So they're coming on a Friday, having their rehearsal, hanging out with family and friends, waking up, not being stressed on their wedding day they're already there and a lot of them are asking for things that are unique and they love i'm a big supporter of helping local businesses so they love the fact that we have a baker that bakes right here in the community and she can make whatever they'd like the the thank you gifts and the um things that we supply are all made here by local people. So people are loving that aspect of it, that small community hometown feel. But we can, you know, you can bring in whatever caterer you'd like. You know, we're pretty open to it. And if you have an idea, we'll build you a wooden pathway in the woods. I mean, just talk to us about it and we'll, you know, we're all for these crazy dreams. So you just let us know and we'll, we'll help you as much as we can. I love that. I love that. I love the fact that you are truly creating custom experiences for your guests. And I think that that will be incredibly powerful as you continue throughout your journey because your word of mouth referrals, I'm sure are fabulous today, but I think they are going to skyrocket because of the fact that you are treating your brides and your guests in, in a really remarkable way. Yeah, you bet. So I do have to ask you because you mentioned this to me and I am so intrigued. You know, some of us sometimes deal with craziness when it comes to hosting. Yeah. And from what I understand, there is a crazy squirrel oh. on site. Yes, Fred. So, so wait a minute. The crazy <laughs> squirrel has a name. His name is Fred. So prior to living in a nurse's office, I lived in a traditional colonial house. We had a couple acres 
it wasn't like where we are now. And there are animals here. So we've had deer, we've had moose, we've had a bear, we've had raccoons, we've had all the critters. But Fred is the most memorable. And Fred, he's a dreamer. He has big dreams and he is willing to go after his dreams. So that involves having to store all the cornhole boards and beanbags because he will steal the beanbags. He will, you know, climb into garbage cans or things like that. He will even visit guests at their picnic table and he'll just join them at the table and sit there. So I love him and he drives me insane. He's like another child because I'm always having to pay attention to him, but he, the guests find him hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. He's a red squirrel and they're notorious for being adventurous and bold. But yes, I've gone through 14 beanbags because of Fred and I'm I, I'm not even sure. And we even put it in a, like a Rubbermaid bin and he still got them. So we have to, we actually have to purchase a metal container so that, that we can latch close so that he can't get to it. So I want to know, like, what is Fred doing with these bean bags? Is he playing cornhole himself? Like what, well, what's he doing? I didn't realize this, but the bean bags are made with dried corn. So there's corn inside. So my guess is he's looking at it as a source of food. But yeah, he's stolen so many bean bags. And I have to tell my guests because when they they reserve that they have access to these games and I have to tell them, if you want them, just let me know and I'll bring them to you. We just can't leave them out because Fred will take them. <laughs> That is amazing. That mm -hmm. is amazing. Now, I also want to ask you what it's like to try to get away because you have a very unique scenario where you are living on the same site as your short-term rental and your business. How do you disconnect from all of that and just get me time? That's an amazing question. We were actually just talking about this the other day that we haven't had a vacation or a break since we moved here. And part of it is that we're still in the process of renovating. So I'm hoping that once we finish the Treehouse Lodge, that will be done in April. And once we finish the pavilion and the wooden walkway, those will also be done in April. Then we'll be entering our busy season. And then I'm hoping next winter, we are saving up to take a trip. I do love to do like a short little weekend getaway someplace close by. And I'm hoping that maybe we can do that soon because I could use a day. <laughs> I, girl, I think you could use a month with all that you've been doing. I'll take a weekend if I can get it. <laughs> that is great. That is great. I have one more question before we jump into the lightning round because I, I want to hear your answers to the lightning round questions. But I want to ask you, if someone said to you that they were thinking about transitioning away from their nine to five job and getting into hospitality or short-term rentals, what would you say to them? Do it. <laughs> 100% do it. But be willing to know that you're going to put more hours in than you had originally planned. And you're going to have to learn things that you didn't know how to do and that you're going to have to be comfortable asking for help. And if those, if those three things don't scare you, then do it, do it. I'm, I'm loving it. I love the guests. I'm loving the people I get to work with. I love just being here on the property. I love it. I think it's fantastic that 
you are completely leaning in to your intuition and to your vision and your dreams. And you're just, you know, taking the bull by the horns and going after it and being comfortable with being uncomfortable, because that was something that was really important in my journey is the feeling of uncomfortableness can be very scary. But when you learn to be okay with that and to embrace it and really learn to lean into your vision, amazing things happen. Yes. And if you, you have to find what you really love about it. And I love that I have an opportunity to be creative. And I mean, right now we're working on the lodge and I had an idea in my head that I wanted the ceiling filled with stars. And so we're, you know, I love that I can take 25 glass stars and play with them. So find things that you really enjoy within the industry and then ask for help for the things that you're having a hard time with. Amen, sister. Okay. All right. We got to move to the lightning round. And what I'm going to ask you to do is just rattle off the very first thing that comes to your mind when I ask you these questions. The first question is, what is your favorite place to vacation? All right. So this may not be like what everyone thinks of, but we we live in upstate New York and I love a weekend getaway because that's what I can do right now. And my favorite weekend getaway would be Burlington, Vermont. I love the nature part of it. I love the little town. It's got the most adorable shops. The food is phenomenal. It's all farm to table. I love that. So that's where we go. And a lot of times I have a, a friend that lives in upstate New York farther up and she'll meet us there. And her name's Rebecca and she's the best. She's one of those cheerleader friends. And we'll meet there and just get the kids together. And we just enjoy, enjoy Burlington. It's such a great little, little town. How fun. I've never been, but now I feel like I need to go. So cute. And if you do go, go in October because the leaves are spectacular and it's really, it's really cute town. I love it. Okay, cool. All right. Now, what is one place you've never been that you want to visit? Oh, I know right away. I want to go to Alaska, but not really for me. My son and I, when he was six, had made a pact, he's 12 now, that we were going to visit all of the states in the United States. We've done 12 so far. And he wants to go to Alaska in the worst way. So I would love to just take him and live vicariously through him, like to see his reaction. He loves that state. Like he wants to go see it in the worst way. So that would be my dream vacations to go with him and take him there. Oh, that sounds super special. And if I know anything about you, I think you're going to make that happen. We're going to make it happen. Yes. Not in the wintertime. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what's one thing you know now? that you wished you knew when you were starting out in this business? Build a good team. I have a friend, her name's Christine. She's the best. She helps me with the cleaning. There's a lot of cleaning involved. So she's amazing. Get an amazing like carpenter or maintenance person. My friend Dan has come and saved the day numerous times. And like we were talking about earlier, have your team, have your people that you can bounce ideas off of. Also, because we have 60 acres, we made friends with our neighbor and he, his name's Greg, and he has helped us so much when like a tree falls or we need to clear a, a pathway to 
move a cabin to top of boulders. He's been wonderful. So Greg, Dan, and Christine, find your Dan, Greg, and Christine. You need to have those people. And, and if you don't have parents like I do, I'm sure they'll come help you too. <laughs> or you can call Helen's parents. That's right. All right. So what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, actually for my mom. So I had called her, this was this past winter when everything was under construction. We hadn't had our first short-term rental yet. And they tell me this all the time. And I'm telling her all these things we have to do. We've got to fix the lodge. We need to do this and that. And they said, just take it one day at a time. Like, what is it you're going to accomplish today? And then worry about the next day tomorrow. So, because I have these big plans in my head that sometimes overwhelm me. But if I just take a small bite and focus on the one day, it's much easier. So they remind me of that on a regular basis when I'm calling them with like a big problem. They're like, just let's just look at it for today. Don't worry about tomorrow. So yeah, just focus on today. Great advice. Great advice. And last question in the lightning round. What's one thing and or person that you're grateful for today? Well, I have multiple. Christine, Dan, great. <laughs> And I have to give my husband a shout out too. He is amazing. He puts up with all of my crazy dreams. I don't know too many husbands that'd be like, sure, let's move into a nurse's office. And and yes, you can quit your career and we don't know we'll have stable income. Absolutely, let's do it. He's just, he's the best. And I'm really fortunate that I I married a really good man and he helps me with a lot of things and I don't thank him enough. So yes. Well, I hope that he listens to this and knows how grateful that you are for him. Yes, absolutely. I'll make him listen. There you go. <laughs> so Helen, before we wrap up, if folks want to find out more about your story or maybe get married at your property, where is the best place for them to find you online? We are definitely on Instagram and Facebook. A lot of people like to find you know, follow our shenanigans. So we are Brookledge NY is our handle for both. And we do have a website, which is also Brookledge NY. So NY stands for New York.com. Fabulous. Helen, you are such an inspiration for all of the women that are listening to this. I know you are. And I just, I can't wait to see what you do next. Oh, thanks, Stacey. And I have to say, you've been so helpful. There's been days when I've been doubting myself and and I've been following along with you. And, and so thank you for, for doing that. Okay, sister, are you ready to start making your short-term rental dreams a reality, but feeling lost, stuck, or just overwhelmed? Here's what I know for sure. You deserve everything you're dreaming of, and you deserve to get it with ease, support, and joy. So here's what I'd like you to do. Go to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar and watch my free masterclass where you will get the scoop on how to leave your W-2 and start building your dream life with five simple steps. If you're ready to have more time to spend with friends and family doing the things you love, adding a ton of zeros to your bank balance, and start living your short-term rental dream, you need to watch this masterclass. Head over to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar right now to start watching. That's stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar, and I will see you there.